When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. So, uh, welcome everybody to season three of Making the Cut podcast. Yay! This basically is the trip advisor for your life. We recommend everything from TV programs to books to things that are quite left field. We could recommend kitchen products. We could recommend kind of uh, DIY equipment, things, magazines, um, anything. We love to hear from you. We get a lot of input from our listeners and we love anybody recommending anything i've got a friend of mine anna i've put her to work michael you'll be glad to hear i've said anna go find me things bring them back to the podcast really okay Uh, yeah yeah so we are in season three and this is it so i presented it with my uh great friend and partner michael douglas um who i've known for 22 years yeah something like that it's quite a long time isn't it it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. And we've basically been doing this podcast almost daily for our entire friendship. But now we're bringing it to you. Yeah, that's a very good synopsis of it. Mm. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. I mean... Yeah, Happy New Year. Ha- have you missed doing this? I've really missed it. I'm very excited to be back. I really miss it. Also, I, I find myself walking around the house the entire time when we're not on air mm. going... That's good for the podcast. That's good for the podcast. Yes, yeah, I know. We've had and to stop many conversations to say, is this podcast gold? We've got to keep it. Whatever it was, I mean, I've forgotten whatever the gold was. It's gone now. <laughs> it was something to do with, I'd just come in from a walk. Yeah. I can't remember what it was no, either. That's I know. terrible. It's crazy, isn't it? I, I mean, we need little notebooks. I mean, we have got notebooks. There's hundreds of notebooks all over the place. Uh, yeah, and here I am on printer paper once again because I can't find a notebook. It's... And we're doing it remotely again. Yes, because... We're the... locked down. Yeah, we don't need to mention the L word really, do we? But yes, we're in separate places, so we're on Zoom. There might be a possibility you can watch this. We're recording a video of it as well. Uh, if you can see a man, questionable man, in an orange hat and some pink headphones that have got bunny ears on it, then you're watching something real. This is not a Snapchat filter. This is not a deep fake yeah. video. This is actually really us. So did you read that story on the BBC website this morning about the deep fake porn? Yes. Lady? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's quite... Did you watch the video of... of <laughs> um, the... I no, did but... not watch the video of her on the porn site. No, I did not. No, but have you heard about Bella Thorne? No. Bella Thorne is a famous film star. Okay. And she has spent quite a long time fighting um, the the deep fake community because they've made terrible deep fake porn of her. My God, so this is what... 
where they take your face and then put it in the body of a porn star and it essentially looks like you are in a porn film. Uh, Yeah, and the terrible thing is, is that they are getting to the point now where it it is almost impossible to tell tell. that it is a fake. You just can't, you don't know. By the way, if you hear voices in the background, it's because I am locked down with five teenagers. I I have no control. I've lost control of my house. That's another reason for me not to come come over. Yeah, Um, yeah. don't come over. It's not safe. It's carnage. And if you can hear noise at my place, I'm locked down with my two boys, and we have a a series of musical instruments that we've acquired over Christmas, and the house has turned into like a jumble sale of a band that is just endlessly songs played out of tune, out of key, and out of time. (laughs) All different songs all played at the same time together. God. It is an orgy of music uh, that's going on in this house at the moment. None of it's uh, none of it you could actually class as music yet. But I think the next. Can I ask you something, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Sound-wise, your microphone sounds quite tinny to me. Somebody complained the other day that I sniffed a lot. They said, "Could you please stop sniffing?" You do sometimes sniff, but you might have a cold or yeah. Yeah. I mean, very aggressive about it. Yeah, um, it's only there's only certain times that you sniff. Okay, um, now, I was just and about it's to usually, breathe in deeply, and I'm really nervous about it. Now I'm going to do it once. When you've come, there you go. I've yeah, like that. I've done and it. now stop. I'm not I'll, I'll pull you. I'll I'll pull you up on it if you do it too much. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> it's it's very nice to be back in the driving seat of this podcast. Uh, yes. So um, thanks, everybody, for sending us a million messages over Christmas. It was difficult to get back to so many people, obviously, because Christmas is weirdly like you don't work, but you never stop working. Never stop right? working. I mean, it's, it's the busiest time of year for parents. For food. Like it, it was just like it's lockdown exhausting. all over again. It was endless cooking, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, mm. snacks in the evening. Mm. Anyone got any chocolate? Mm. Like it, And then it's just relentless tidying, right? I mean, it's just... It's like living with a herd of locusts, though. Living with teenagers is like... I I went to the supermarket yesterday. I spent £250. And I feel like half of it's gone already, overnight. I mean, they were up until... I came downstairs and somebody had had a full breakfast at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, the worst thing that happens in this house is noodles. People cook noodles from 1 o'clock in the morning to 4 o'clock in the morning endlessly, it would seem. There's never any noodles left for me. I love... Noodles. Just the noodles. You sound like um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what the hell's going on with the noodles? Like, I buy like those 19p noodles from Sainsbury's. They're gone. How much? Gone. I think like 19p you can get noodles from Sainsbury's. Really? Yeah, I know. Chicken flavoured noodles. Like, it's just obviously chicken stock and some dried noodles. But they're great. Wow. But blinking act, they just. They're just gone. I don't know what the obsession is. I'm writing that down as the first thing we've recommended. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're about 19p you get them. First recommendation that I do have uh, is, as we're on the subject, is over Christmas uh, I saw Mm. you and you bought some um, ready-made pancakes from Sainsbury's. Mm -hmm. Wheat Mm -hmm. pancakes. You've got six in a pack. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They are fantastic. Where were you getting your pancakes previously? Well, I was either making them from scratch or this was one review I was going to give, but the, the, the Sainsbury's ones usurped them. Is I went to, um, I know, usurped. I went to Ikea just before lockdown 
and I went oh, to the, yeah. the bit where they, you get the frozen meatballs. They did frozen pancakes. And I was like, my God, I'm going to buy some of these pancakes, see what they're like. So they come folded in like a little quarter, a quarter of a pancake. If you can imagine they're folded over. They're frozen. You take them out, chuck them in the oven for 10 minutes, and then you unravel them. Bingo, you've got yourself a nice pancake. And I thought, God, these are brilliant. I'm going to recommend these on the podcast. I don't know, you get about 20 or 30 in a bag. They're a couple of quid a bag. Brilliant. And then you rocked up with the ready-made pancakes. <laughs> and it was like, oh, hang on a second. Forget <sighs> Ikea frozen pancakes. These are brilliant. So you get them in the section with all the puddings, the refrigerated puddings. So the syrup sponge puddings and all of that stuff, which I love them. You get them there. So basically, over Christmas and way into the new year, I now have three rashers of smoky bacon on a pancake with some blueberries and a bit of maple syrup over the top. So I'm essentially substituting the a toast for a pancake. And what I've worked out is two slices of toast is 100 calories, one pancake is 149 calories. So I'm arguably having an extra 49 calories a day by doing this. But so you I, need that. I am having blueberries as well. Um, and um, syrup. Yeah, hand up. Have you, have you got a set of these yes. headphones? Can, can you try those? Let's pause for or no, don't pause. Just, just we can cut them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep you entertained while uh, Michael is going to get uh, another set of headphones. This is what's called filling, and in my career, I have had to do much filling. Sometimes I've had to fill for two minutes on live television when they are just going. We're not ready to go to the next thing yet. You just have to keep talking. So I'm yeah. magic like live telly. Yeah, you were so an expert I've, at this. I was really, really good at it. Well, you are. Brother. You still are an expert at it. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks very much. Right, let's have a listen to that. Talk to me. How is that? Is that better? It's miles better. Oh, wow. Great. Okay. Come yeah, you, you sound like you've been in the cockpit of a fighter jet. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? That kind of sound. And now you sound completely normal. Okay, great. Well, let's um, okay. let, let's crack on from here. So, yes, pancakes at Sainsbury's. You get six of them. They're called sweet pancakes. They're in the refrigerated section of um, like puddings near fresh cream and stuff like that. Oh God, they're so good, you know. And it saves all the faff of having to make your own. And I realise there's probably lots of people going. It's not that difficult to make your own pancakes. And you're right. It's not it's that not, difficult, but it is a mess. But it is a mess. And it also, if you just are pushed for time, which none of us are at the moment, but sometimes we are, um, it yeah. is useful. Never but you really busy. are pushed for time, aren't you? Oh, God, so we're... Never, never been busier. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well, let's do a couple of shout outs now and a couple at okay. the end. Uh, we've had loads. I mean, we couldn't possibly read them all out, but um, let me uh, go to the section. So many Instagram You're accounts. You're so good at, at the Making the Cut podcast Instagram account. Thank you very much. Wow. I do check it, but like it's, that's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to check it more often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's a lot to choose from. So I'm just trying to, I'm going to delve just in at random. Just go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So Katie Wooten, who I think we've heard from uh, before, or I think she goes on my hair talk quite a lot. Happy New Year. A little recommendation for you, although I'm not sure oh, yeah. how easy it will be to test it. I have been during, oh, doing my own shellac manicure since lockdown. Oh. All right. So, yes. Uh, since March 2020, bought this whole Miley Pro Kit, Miley, M-Y-L-E-E, Miley Pro Kit for about £70 from Amazon. 
it saves me 40 pounds a month. Did a bit of YouTubing at the beginning, but now get the whole thing done in 45 minutes. Anyway, oh. it's something I would recommend. That's Katie Wooden, and she's done a picture of it. Um, um, Katie, if you are listening, please could you send another message to tell us the best way to take it off? Okay, safe to Because taking it off is a complete ball ache. Um, but that is amazing. The Miley Pro Kit. Okay, yeah, I've written that down. That's ex very exciting. You know, she says um, YouTube. Just, I guess everything's on YouTube these days, isn't it? Yeah, but you know? taking it off. But then that must be on YouTube as well, presumably. I know, but I would... Okay. But um, because she's doing it, she might okay, have like a, yes. a secret thing. Uh, from Lucy Tullock Coaching. Food yes. recommendation for you. Um, yes. The Spice Taylor Curry Kits. Yes, they're uh, great. Oh, you know these anyway, do you? They're so good. Okay, great. Well, there you go. They just come in little individual things. You've just got to get your protein and things like cooking oil and stuff you've got at your house. Mm. But all the, all the spices, all the... Because I don't know if you've ever tried cooking a really good Indian meal from scratch, but if you don't do it very often, you do need a lot of really intricate... Yes herbs and spices now once you've got them all in your cupboard that's uh -huh. fine yeah. but it, it there are so many i don't know if you follow anjula devi no on uh, instagram mm -hmm. she is uh, the most amazing chef of the most fabulous indian food and um i love her so much she's so positive and so full of light and she teaches so brilliantly and so simply her instagram page is great but my God, there's a lot of there's a lot of ingredients to get at. So this, yes. these well, pockets of spices are fantastic because it's just all there. So the Spice Taylor Curry Kit, she says she gets hers from Waitrose, but I know you can get them in major supermarkets. Highly recommend, uh, Lucy. And then at the end, she says, loving Ted Lasso. It's so <gasps> good. We've yeah. had a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, when we've I did had delve in. Yeah. The last time onto uh, the me our messages, so many people are loving Ted Lasso. Jackie Binning, uh, Binnington. She says, Happy New Year to you both. <laughs> Thank you, um, Jackie. And she says, Bamboo Pack. Oh my God, she sent a uh, hundred messages here, all from the 29th of uh, December. I'm listening to Series 2, Episode 10, listening uh, to a few this morning on my walk here in Southampton. I've just laughed out loud and couldn't stop. Had to cross my legs. What did we see in, in Series 2, Episode 10? I, I don't know. People stopped and stared and most probably think I've escaped from somewhere. I have. Already... I love that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what we could have uh, been giggling about there. I have a recommendation for you. Honey Born yes. Jewellery. They are on the Isle of Wight, bespoke jewellery. My daughter's now How do you spell it? Um, it says Honey, H-O-N-E-Y, Born, B-O-U-R-N-E, and then Jewellery. My daughter's now yep. fiancé drew a ring he wanted gave it to Bex and they made it. And it was the wow factor. You need a special piece of jewelry, please look them up. Also, if you need drawed, and this goes for animals, rings, anything. I mean, I always wondered about whether it's my ability to read or people's um, predictive text. So yeah, on the Isle of Wight, that's Honeybourne Jewellery. They've seen great. Yeah, I've just looked them up. They do lovely stuff. Oh, okay, bamboo um, pants, what um, a great idea. Oh. 
Bamboo yeah. pants, so good. Ba ba bamboo pants, what a great idea. All my guys are I'm... vegan, so this will sort them out for birthdays. Also, Davina, yeah. I turned 60 last year. So if you wanted someone in their 60s to model them, I'd love to. I think yes. you're talking about your underwear here. Yes. Um, um, I, I, that's absolutely fantastic, and thank you very much. What, yeah. what was her name again? Jackie? Uh, Jackie Binnington. Thanks, Jackie. And then it says, definitely take care, you two, and tell Davina, I hope to see her at Dine with Davina with yes, Brian. this year. It says with Brian. Who's Brian? Brian? Um, or before, of course. Maybe she thinks uh, I'm Brian, or she thinks your partner's Brian. <laughs> I don't know. Um, sure, but no, okay, but yeah, let's see, uh, Brian, see if you're there, uh, Jackie Binnington, and let's do one last uh, one from uh, this week, let's see, um, Jill Bentley. Yep. Can I ask you a question about On Your Goals? <laughs> yes, yeah. you can, Jill. Okay, yeah, so I did read this one, and we probably don't know the answer to it, but um, it says, I'm interested to join, but I have health issues. For three years, I've been in agony due to my hip replacement being loose because I couldn't walk correctly, my muscles are completely shot. I had a hip revision operation eight weeks ago. All my physio hospital has been cancelled due to the many COVID patients. I need to strengthen my muscles. Would there be a program suitable for me to use? I mean, it's difficult. Listen, that, if, it? I, if I, well, no, I've got, I have got an answer for that. Yeah. Um, my belief is that um, I would, do you remember when we did the workouts with Jackie and Mark? Yes. So Jackie and Mark do the absolute uh, very basic for almost pre-beginner, like somebody who uh, is possibly trying to recover from some kind of an injury or has absolutely never worked out before or, you know, just really struggles with working out. So I'm a bit loath to say sign up because when you sign up for your £60 for the year membership, you know, normally you're getting hundreds over yeah. 300 hours of workouts and like eight different trainers. I mean, you're getting a lot for your money, but if you sign up just for the Jackie and Mark part, you know, even though it's only five pounds a month, I just want yes. you to definitely get value for money. But Jackie and Mark, Jackie does a very, very, very simple kind of warm ups, very simple workouts, but something that will start those muscles working. But Mark does this amazing thing which is specifically for rehab and the first section of it, it can, it get, it builds and builds and builds and gets quite complicated. But the first section of it is very gentle. And Lauren, do you remember Lauren, lovely Lauren, who's a big, big fan of um, Own Your Goals. She had uh, a knee injury and she came back and she started with Mark and he had double knee replacement mm -hmm. and somebody told him he was never going to kneel again. And he's kneeling. I mean, he's extremely determined. Um, my, my advice to you would be seek advice from your doctor. If you are safe to do gentle exercises, try it. You can try it out for two, three weeks. Oh, can so you? Try it for two, oh, three weeks. Great. And then if, you, if, it, if it doesn't really work, you know, nothing. Nothing gained. Nothing uh, ventured, nothing, right? yes. nothing gained. But if it does work, then absolutely brilliant. And sign up and then you can build up through the time. Because there's no reason why even with a hip replacement you can't get back to your normal self that's yes. the point of a replacement you should be able to uh, get back to where you want to be very good that was a very good answer by the way i wouldn't have thank thought you. there would be such a comprehensive answer i would have thought that, uh, thank you yeah good can i say your hair looks fantastic today um you're <laughs> yeah you're on fire look at that people can see it as well i mean 
One of the problems is of a, of a hairdresser is trying to create hair that looks like it hasn't been done. Like, what, what would happen to me is someone would take a screen grab of a picture of you and then bring it to the salon and say, I'd like my hair like this. And you almost can't do it. You know, like, you've been trained to do hair to such a point that you can't not do it. You know what I mean? And your hair is not being done, and that's why it looks... Yeah, well, so I washed like, it yesterday. Yeah. I didn't dry it. I wore a woolly hat all day, mm. which is why I think it looks quite good here. Yeah. Because all the there. fluffy bits have yeah. gone. Mm. I, I took the woolly hat off yesterday and I was walking around with a piece of hair like this for about two hours. Yeah. But I couldn't get Something to sit down. Mary. But I, I woke up today mm. and I was like, oh. Isn't I it weird? What I have you know, put in it, but it's very expensive. Yes, it is nice, this stuff, isn't it? A dry texturizing bay from. Or re. Uh, Orbe? Yeah, I've always called it Orbe. Um, that was what I've always known it as, but it's, it isn't spelt like that. But that's £28 for that can of stuff. But I have to say, all the big session hairdressers, myself included, all use it and all love it. But at £28 a can, it's breathtaking. Um, um, but it's dry texturising spray, and I've had it for ages. Yeah, yes, I mean, it does last it's, quite a it while. It is absolutely massive. Yeah, it's a beast. So my alternative to that is always that Umberto Giannini one at £8 a can. And that it's is called, really good it's too. Called it's called Mess Up. Mess yeah. up. Yeah. And you get that from Boots. Yes, anyway, your, your hair looks uh, fabulous today. Good, good work. Uh, um, can I that. say something, Michael? Yeah. That I think that you are one of the kindest <laughs> men I've ever met. <laughs> that you are clever and funny, mm -hmm. but yeah, your know. kindness is the thing that's that shines through for me. You're a very thoughtful person. Why have you just said that? Where's that come from? Because it's part of my five in five to five challenge. <sighs> okay. Well done. Well done for doing the challenge then. Yeah, great Thank work. You. And I'm, I'm so delighted to be part of that. <laughs> do you, do you, know nice what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. You should tell yeah. everybody, yeah. Okay. We talked so about this before it, Christmas, right? What is really weird is mm -hmm. that you and I both spoke to each other this morning about it, not mm -hmm. knowing that we were both going to talk about it on today's podcast. So this is yes. a joint recommendation. Yeah. So before Christmas, we spoke about Michael Heppel, who was going to give us 21 days of positivity in the new year via the method of a bot. The bot was going to send us a text to tell us something positive or some kind of good messages to have. Now, Michael Heppel is a man who changed the path of my life, changed the path of Sarah Cox's life, of Paddy Kilty's life. He's, he's the most lovely inspiration. He's, he's turned businesses around. He just has a way of looking at stuff in terms of solutions. He's all about finding us solutions for our lives, finding us solutions for our problems. How can we have better lives? Yeah. And how can we be brilliant? That's his whole thing. So, so far this year, he has, or his bot has, sent mm -hmm. us various videos. And um, one was start, I can hear somebody playing piano, that's hilarious. <laughs> Turn it down a bit. <laughs> so the first one we had was start with intent. I love that idea, yeah. that concept of like, start as you mean to go on. Make sure that you are going to make this year a great year. Because I have started this year like, Ugh. you know, yeah, it's yeah. been a bit of a hard start to the year and I've been a bit meh about mm -hmm. it. 
I've just got to pick myself up and I've got to say, this is just the beginning of it, but I am going to make this year a good year. Yeah. And I felt so much better with myself once I changed that mindset. Mm. Did you? Yeah, completely. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it, I, I've worked for myself for a very long time. I have to be self-motivated because I could just lie yes. in bed all day, you know. Yes, um, me too. And uh, I, I'm going to talk about something that feeds into this in a minute, but um, I've loved this uh, bot sending me a message every morning. I think if you listen to our previous episode before this, so the final episode of season two, we talk about this and how you can sign up for it. But basically every morning at about eight o'clock, we get a message mm -hmm. with a link and we press on the link and it takes us to some advice for the day. And today's advice was five in five in five in five, five in five. five to five challenge. Yeah. But 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 say for example, the second one was seventeen. In seventeen minutes you can't run a marathon, but you can run a mile. I read that mm. and I got rather tearful and I don't know why, but every time I read that oh mm. god. Every time I read that, I feel like like why. you always feel like I don't know. It is I funny know, that, isn't it? it? Yeah. There are that, certain things. That, yes. Trigger. Yeah. Mm. And uh, then yeah. the, another one was do something that scares you. And if you know me, yeah. I am very avoidant of anything fearful. Yeah. Uh, which sounds weird because well. I throw myself into things that mm. are so scary, but it frightens me. I think more than other people, which mm. I guess is why ultimately it's watchable <laughs> because I am genuinely terrified. Um, so anyway, he does all of these amazing points and today it's five and five to five challenge, which is pay five compliments in five days. So five compliments every day for five days to five different people. So you've, I've paid a compliment to you. I yeah. mean, I'd like to think that I pay you compliments every single day. I can't tell you how lovely you are and words are totally not enough in terms of like the, what I want to say about you. You're just the most amazing man. And the other person, I also yeah. then messaged Michael. Oh, did you? Yeah. Say, uh, you are one of my compliments of the day. Thank you for making me cry almost every day with your messages of hope. Mm. So I love this idea of complimenting five people. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to tell you something lovely just because you really deserve it. Mm. Well, me telling you, giving you the compliment about your hair wasn't one of the five in five to five. But it was it, nice. It made me feel yeah. really good. It was additional. It was, um, it was in any other business compliment. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, very good. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're great as well. And they're a brilliant idea. And I hope they continue for longer than they were originally planned for. So I think they're a great idea anyway. He just does good in the world, Michael. Yes, he's absolutely good. You're, you're absolutely right. He Sorry, he's a force for good in the world. That brings me on to something that somebody brought, bought me for Christmas this year. My good friend Andy bought me a book, um, which oh. coincidentally came from the School of Life. The School of Life. Because I think he'd been listening to this podcast and he'd been on to the School of Life and just was like bowled over by sheer amount of brilliant stuff that's on there but he, 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 uh, he got me this book called Great Thinkers I was like oh my god I'll, you know I love the idea so it's basically just fill, filled with um, philosophers and um, I guess uh, idealists and all sorts of uh, all sorts of people throughout history um, so, so who have you been reading about tell everybody well, who I, I started at the beginning essentially but I guess you could pick up and go anywhere so there's, it's broken up into different uh, categories so there's philosophy political theory 
Eastern philosophy, sociology, psychotherapy, art and architecture literature. So Jane Austen's in there, for instance, Karl Marx is in there, it's very interesting. Uh, Matthew Arnold um, is in there, uh, Andy Warhol, for instance, in there. So it's a great introduction wow. in there. So I've just basically started at the beginning and I thought, well, let's just plow on through it. So the first one was Plato. And you forget just how old these people are. I mean, 2,400 years ago, you know, pre-Christ, which is quite amazing, really, isn't it? Um, and then it talks a little bit about what Athens was like two and a half thousand years ago. But there are so many brilliant bits of information here that could have easily been written by Jordan Peterson last month, you know. Uh, love more wisely, for instance. So Plato is one of the great theorists of relationships. His book, The Symposium, is an attempt to explain what love really is. It tells the story of a dinner party given by um, Agathon, a handsome poet invites a group of friends around to eat, drink, and talk about love. The guests all have different views about what love is, and Plato gives his old friend Socrates, one of the main characters in this and all his books, um, the most useful and interesting theory. It goes like this. When you fall in love, what's really going on is that you have seen in another person some good quality that you haven't got. Perhaps they are calm when you are agitated, or they are self when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today disciplined while you're all over the place, or they are eloquent when you are tongue-tied. Underlying fantasy of love is that getting close to this person can become a little like they are. They can help you grow to your full potential. In Plato's eyes, love is in essence. I <laughs> know, I can... What? I'm just saying that's oh. like how I feel about you. <laughs> okay. In Plato's eyes, love is in essence a kind of education. You couldn't really love someone if you didn't want to be improved by them. Love should be two people trying to grow together to help each other to do so, which means you need to get together with a person who contains a key missing bit of your evolution, the virtues that you don't have. That's 2,000 years old, that. I mean, that so is good. outrageously good, isn't it? And it's, um, but there was one other bit. No, that's that right. That is so. so good, Michael. Yes. And the other bit was oh Aristotle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of blown my mind. Yeah, well, the other bit is Aristotle, which is, which is uh, chapter two. Um, and there's a section on what is art for, which is brilliant because a lot wow. of people kind of shove art to one side. Yeah, it's just it's trivial great. nonsense. And it's not absolutely what the entire world is built on. But he had this idea that your virtues are trapped between two vices. 
Um, and we talked about this uh, briefly earlier. So, for instance, if you're a dinner party guest, let's say, because it's a great analogy that, is that you can find yourself sat next to a buffoon or sat next to somebody really boring. And actually, the place to be is somewhere right in the middle of those two things. So the virtue, which is what you should be, is trapped between the buffoon and boredom. So somebody who endlessly talks about themselves or somebody who takes the piss out of everybody at the dinner party. What you need to be is somebody who has wit, which is somebody who can talk briefly about themselves, but also include other people, somebody humorous, but not kind of degrading everybody. And it's brilliant. But I, I guess that theory for me captures the idea that it's so easy to be bad and really difficult to be good because there's two ways to be bad and only one way to be good in that theory, you know. And when you were talking about before about how do we start the year, it's very difficult to start the year because I think there's lots of vices all around you and only one virtue somewhere in the middle, which is to get up earlier and set yourself some goals and do some things you don't want to do and so on and so forth. But I have to say this book has been superb because you can read a chapter in probably about 10 minutes. Uh, so I get into bed at night. One of my New Year's resolutions is to stop watching telly in bed and do a bit more reading. And I just read a chapter of this. Um, but those two, oh, have been fantastic. Please, can you just remind me of the name of the book again? Great Thinkers. Um, and just for anybody listening that isn't aware of what the School of Life is, yes. we um, re recommended that in the last lockdown. In fact, we were doing Zooms then, weren't we, I think? Yeah. Zoom recordings. And um, it is a website of mind-expanding everything. So there's courses that you can do. There are remote courses that you can do. There are seminars that you can attend remotely. There are amazing books, fantastic games, thought-provoking games. The family game is still one of my favorite games. We've played that a lot. And we've now managed as a family to get to the point where nobody storms off um, <laughs> until we're about half, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, half an hour to an hour in. So that's quite good because the first lockdown couldn't get past the first question without somebody getting in a tis was about it what's interesting about storming off is that staying is where all the action is when yeah. you storm off everything Staying's where the growth stops. is absolutely and it's where all the interest is it's like if you leave mm. the table you don't get anything right i mean it's mm. really fascinating trying to convince mm. someone to stay now that you've talked about something really like serious and heavy and meaty and juicy i would like to bring cards against disney to the yeah. table Okay, adults um, only. Yeah, um, adults only. So if you... Yeah, I heard that. That's somebody being murdered. If you are a family, there needs to be four players or more. So this is kind of for lockdown families. Yeah. But if you are a family, and I would say that your youngest is, what would you say, 14? Mine. Maybe. Like, oh, no, but oh, I mean, oh. it's quite rude. Yes, it's quite rude. So a grown-up 14-year-old could take it, yeah. What, what, if you are a family and you have played cards against humanity before yeah. and you know Disney, I mean, you don't have to be an expert in Disney, but that when we talk Disney, we're talking, there's things about Raven. I don't know if you won't remember Raven, but Raven was big on the Disney Channel. Uh -huh. There's talk about Maui, Jessica Rabbit, Lots of things on Africa because of uh, Madagascar um, and Lion King. Okay. Um, Madagascar Disney. Uh, Pixar. Pixar. Is that the same Disney thing? Pixar? 
I think it probably is these Disney days, Pixar yeah. is Disney Pixar, but I'm mm. not sure that Madagascar was the same. No, I don't think it was then. I, think I don't maybe, think it maybe. was. Well, can I just say at this um, point is that I did know yeah. something about Disney that you didn't know when we played this game, and I was yes. very proud I of was horrified by that. Mm. It was that Geppetto. Geppetto was not one of Cinderella's little mice. Wasn't one of the seven dwarves. Um, I didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was joking. But I did. That was a joke. It was I a did, Disney joke. Oh. I did think that it was one of the Cindy, Cinderella's okay. mice, but it was actually Pinocchio's dad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I am quickly going to read you a couple of the cards from it because it is really funny. So you pick out a red card, and the red card will say something like. When you wear this woven band, you hold blank in your hand. When you wear this woven band, you hold blank in your hand. And let me try and find if we're going to have to, something that is actually. If you wear this woven band, okay. you wear blank if, in your hand. If, if, if you wear this woven band, you hold Smee's sexual fantasy featuring Captain Hook as a mermaid in your hand. <laughs> it's just very, very funny because if you like Disney, I mean, these well, are so outrageous. And I um, think Disney is the epitome of kind of like innocence. And this is the polar opposite of innocence. I need you to read this out, whatever it is. We can I can't. Bleep, we can bleep it out. When you wear this woven band, you hold Tinkerbell's ass attitude in your hand. <laughs> I'm not sure Walt would have approved of uh, um, a licensing deal for this game. When you wear this woven band, you hold Tinkerbell's tiny titties in your hand. <laughs> okay, we can think we can stomach that. Um, we can stomach uh, that one. Yes. I can when stomach. you wear Tinker this woven band, titties. you hold Tom Hanks repeatedly saying the word moist. <laughs> In your hand. Um, and then you choose whoever said the best one, I think, don't you? Whoever's the best So everybody, the person that chose the red card gets given one card by everybody else that's playing. And then the person that holds the red card decides which person was the winner, which answer was the funniest. Right. And then gives that red card to that person, whoever has the most red cards at the end of the game is the winner. But like scarily, my 14 year old son is generally always the winner. Yes, well, cause he, He's, he, he it, pushes it to the limit, right? I mean, he, he finds pushes it to the limit. The rudest um, thing. But sometimes I can't even put, I can't even get to the point where I'm putting a card down because <laughs> I am so horrified as a Disney fan, obsessive, by what the card is saying that I'm like, oh, and I start laughing and I'm just crying to the point like I can't breathe anymore. <laughs> and I haven't even put my card down yet. It's really funny. Um, so it costs um, about 30 quid. Yeah. Okay. From Amazon. It's expensive, mm. but it's really good fun. Yeah, I thought it was very good fun as well. And, and I'm not a Disney knowledgeable no. person by any stretch of the imagination, but we played you know it. More than you think. Uh, yes, we played it and I laughed thoroughly all the way throughout it because um, it's rude as well as Disney. Yeah, <laughs> perfect combo. <laughs> yes, um, so it's very good, very good. 
this is probably for the, either the men out there. We get lots of messages to say from women, because I think our audience is largely women, that some of mm -hmm. them have talked their husbands into listening. And I just want to give the husbands a bit of a shout out at this point and say, I'm very happy that you're here. And I hope there's lots of interesting things for you that I, could, uh, I can share with you. But one of them is you got me a subscription to a magazine for Christmas. And yeah. it has filled my heart with utter joy. So thank you so much for it. But oh, it's such when, a it, when it arrived, it arrived to think about probably about the 27th or something like that. I think the first one arrived. What's really good with the subscription is that you can say, they said, do you want it to arrive after Christmas? Oh, okay. Well, it arrived between Christmas and New Year. And it is, ladies and gentlemen, Classic Car Magazine. Classic Car. Now, I love classic cars. I, had, I owned a, a little old Mini Cooper for a long time. I've had lots of old Vespas and Lambrettas and stuff like that. Oh, God, I just loved reading about classic cars and seeing their interiors and their steering wheels and their cloth seats and, and then all the history of them. I love nostalgia. Like, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Paul Weller, and, and in interviews, music journalists will, will show him photographs of him in the jam and say, can you remember what it was like to be a young Paul Weller? And he always goes, oh, fucking hell, I hate nostalgia. Stop showing me old pictures. I don't remember it. You know, I always think, oh, I love nostalgia. I love nothing more than seeing old pictures of when I was a why, kid. Why or, do you think we love, because I love nostalgia. Oh, it's just it so, so warm. warm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, look how far I've come or look where I was and look where I am now. Or I don't know what it is, you know. Not that I've come particularly far, but I, I feel nice about the fact that, that there's been this journey and you get to see old photographs of, of myself. And, Classic Car Magazine is the embodiment of nostalgia for me. I just love it. Um, so I, I, I don't think it's particularly expensive because there's, there's a deal in here, you know, to, to get other people to subscribe. So I think you get the first three free and then it's much cheaper, obviously, if you subscribe than buy it. But if you were interested at all, anybody in any magazine, because I would say the other thing is sitting in bed and flicking through a magazine with a cup of tea. I've just forgotten what that's like. And I mean, women do that more than men. So there might be a lot of women out there going, oh, I'd still do that each week, you know. But I haven't done it for years. And oh my goodness, it is one of the best presents I have ever received. And I literally can't wait for next week. I've now read this probably twice and I keep going back to like <laughs> the classified ads and stuff like that to see if I, one day I could ever own an E-type Jag or something. But So it's a, it was a big, big uh, surprise and it, it, it really has made me very, very happy. So um, if anyone was considering a subscription to a magazine, then do it. You can cancel it at any point. But having a magazine drop through my letterbox and then, think, oh. and then putting it to one side and thinking, right, tonight when I've had everything done, I'm going to make myself a brew or a gin and tonic and I'm going to have half an hour of just flicking through that. And what a great way it's been to uh, settle, you know, like if you're feeling a bit anxious or you're, yeah. you, need, you need something to look forward to. I think that's one of the big problems we've not got at the moment is there's no holidays to look forward to. There's no mm. adventures to look forward to. There's no dinner parties to look forward to. There's no social gatherings. So having a, you know, a half an hour to myself to sit down and read a magazine is something to get excited about. As trivial as that might seem, it's, it's been hugely... It doesn't hugely, seem trivially, hu trivial at all. Yeah, it has been hugely helpful. So thank you. It was a genuinely brilliant present. Oh, I'm day. so pleased. I got uh, contacted by a guy called Adam and his Instagram account is called Pet and People Portraits. And he very sweetly said, could I ask your permission? Would it be all right for me to do 
a digital portrait of your grandmother and you know I'll post it on on my thing and I said yeah sure and he said I'm just going to lift one of the pictures from your Instagram account so you don't need to send me anything um but I just wanted to ask your permission I thought well that's very respectful and really nice I said yeah of course that's fine obviously you know that I lived with my grandmother and she brought me up and so and then she came and lived with me when she was much older and when she had dementia so she was you know right up there with the top five most important people in my whole life uh, I'd posted a picture of her on her birthday on my Instagram account and I remember this birthday so well I think it was in fact the last birthday before she went into a home and I took her to the pub um, in the nearby village which we really like going to me and her the lady that worked there was called Caroline she's sadly passed away now but she and Pippi used to get on very well and Pippi used to love the crab avocado cream um, sort of melange thing that they used to do there, which we loved. Anyway, I took a picture of Pippi on her birthday and I loved this picture because she looked so naughty. The thing with my granny, she was, when she got dementia, she forgot lots of stuff, but she was still really impish. She was naughty. Okay, yes. And so just a bit recalcitrant and cheeky and I've got a picture of her I took this picture and she just looks a bit naughty anyway he chose that picture and he put it on his Instagram page he's what what you would call a digital artist yes and a digital artist is is it's got a different feel to it because it is so lifelike mm -hmm. because they are doing it online and you can do it with a photograph you can make it look so lifelike. Anyway, basically what he does is he does these portraits of pets and of people for eBay and Etsy, but you can also commission a portrait. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm at an age now where lots of the people who are very, very important to me are getting very yeah. old or dying. And I did a program called Who Do You Think You Are? And in that program, I was able to go to two museums mm -hmm. um, one in Paris, one in, in Windsor, and see portraits of my ancestors. Oh, wow. Yes, I, I remember Portraits. Yeah. Portraits are important. Yeah, yes. Like, you think, you think that they're a bit self-indulgent. Are they a bit like Posh and Bex? You know, you've got portraits of, like, your relatives all over the place. Yeah. A bit narcissistic. Mm. But actually, to future generations, they are a lovely, lovely thing to have. For your kids' kids to remember. And... Adam's portraits, normally a portrait, if you went to a portrait artist, you're talking about 4,000, 5,000 pounds for a portrait. It's a lot of money. But Adam's ranges from 70 pounds for a kind of, you know, rough portrait, which would take like a day for him to do two, three, 400 pounds. You know, he talks it through with you if you're going to commission something. Mm -hmm. and he, he, but the detail in these portraits, then he did one of my dad, which pushed me over the cliff basically. I've seen your, the dad one other than a, oh, on your phone. You I'll know. post a picture yeah. on the Intel app okay. and I'll post a picture of both of them yeah. onto the Making the Cut Instagram okay. page. They are extraordinary. So what you want to do is you want to go to Pet and People Portraits on Instagram and um, actually in one of the little circular things mm. that you can press on, it explains how to order and how the business works and the two tiers of portraits. But he is off the charts brilliant at it you can also buy uh, he's done pictures of 
Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker and uh, lots of okay. other kind of yeah, great yeah, pictures. all that kind of stuff. I think I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting about They're the portrait good. thing that you you mentioned because um, not only with the thing with the portrait, I think that's different from the photograph. Is the photograph is is you know is a very accurate kind of representation, representation. of who you are. Yeah. What's great about a picture is, is, is it's the artist's representation of how he sees you or she sees you. And I, I think that's arguably more accurate because you aren't necessarily what you think you are. You are, you are perhaps what you act out and how people perceive you. So mm. you could also argue that a portrait is a more accurate version of you. But certainly since, I don't know if you know this or not, but do you know the phrase warts and all um, was uh, what... Oliver Cromwell said to his portrait artist when he painted him, he said, I don't want you to do an interpretation. I don't want you to do what you think I want the world to see of me. I want you to yes. paint me warts and all. I want people to see me as I really am. And I think that's the other interesting thing about it. Didn't know guess, that. Yes, it, it comes in that dance note holding up when we were uh, doing a, a series about kings and queens. But it's just a fascinating phrase, that, isn't it? And you, you look at the, the the portrait of Cromwell has got this huge wart on his nose and it's the idea that all the other ones of kings and queens have all been essentially photoshopped you know by the artist and but that in itself is interesting because it tells you more about what was going on at that time and how people were just as vain then as they are now but yeah, yeah I think portraits are brilliant it's like far more interesting in many ways than a photograph you know I mean, the thing about this digital art is mm. that it is an exact representation of the photograph. I mean, it, it's amazing, but you, yes. you have the stroke of the brush, but yes. it is up to him to add a bit here or add yeah. a bit there. But the, the thing that stops me in my tracks with these portraits are that it is like having them in the room. It's the, mm -hmm. It is the weirdest, most uncanny. I talk to them when I walk past them. It is so yeah. <laughs> crazy. Do, uh, do the eyes follow you around the room yes they yeah. bloom and do <laughs> um yeah very good but he's very good. Uh, and also i i always rather applaud people who have stepped out of their comfort zone you know he got in touch with me and i, I felt quite impressed mm -hmm. with him for doing that he took a punt he thought yeah. like maybe you know i'll get in touch i actually bought the bought a picture of Pippi because I thought it was so amazing. I hope he can get more business out of this because I respect it when mm. people get in touch with me and kind of try and sell their wares because I think, well, well done you, you know. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, but he can back it up with talent. Yes. And there's, there's also a sense of some, there being something undignified about selling your creative wares, like the idea that mm. art shouldn't be for sale in some way, it should be for free, but it can't be because everybody needs to earn a living. So I feel exactly the same as you about it. It's like, if you've got some kind of creative talent, it's extremely difficult to monetize a creative talent. Mm. Um, and, and reaching out to somebody like, like that, I think is absolutely, to, if anybody else is out there that has a creative skill that's worried about trying to monetize it, that somehow feels mm. that it's cheap, cheapening your talent, don't feel like that. Go no, and sell it. You know, people get for people, love from it, you know. Yeah, and people like me who aren't massively created or don't feel that they have a lot of talent in that area are so appreciative yeah when somebody great. has because you think oh great mm -hmm. thanks because i'll buy that mm. i mean bearing in mind that this is digital art so it does have a completely different feel yes. and taste it is just but it's just very clever he's very good at it mm. and if it's your bag or if you'd like a picture of um, yeah. somebody you know they are great presents mm. really yeah good they presents. are yeah. um just before we wrap up i have to yeah. mention my swift sofa oh <gasps> yes 
Oh my God. So, so we so mentioned, good. we mentioned Swift on uh, the podcast a, a while back. I was looking for a new sofa and they got in touch. And uh, as you probably know, they offered us uh, a sofa to gift us a sofa in, in return. Um, which I was like, really? <laughs> so I chose one 24 hours later, it turned up. Like, but that's I the thing about them. It's it. so weird. How do they do that? 24 hours. It's normally like a four week lead time or something. It said, oh, it'll be within six weeks. Yeah. 12. Like it, yeah. It just turned up. Three boxes turned up in my house. Like, and I was thinking, what's in three boxes? And I opened the boxes and there it was. And you slotted in the arms, you slotted in the back, put in the cushions and bingo. I have got this absolutely beautiful, like teal blue sofa that looks a bit kind of 60s and cool, but it's super comfy. It's super great. So I will at some point, I've done a little kind of movie of me assembling it and I'm going to edit that together and I'll stick it on the Making the Cup page for them. But a huge big thank Thank you to Swift for doing that because I wasn't expecting that at all. And I, I would have bought one of these sofas because I liked it that much. I was like mm. keen as mustard anyway. Is it comfy? It's super comfy, yes. Isn't and it? If, if you removed the back cushions and the two arm cushions, you could, it's, a, it's a single bed, easy, you know, so it's nice and deep. Oh, great. Um, but I just, I just couldn't believe the service really it was just breathtaking. It's extraordinary. Mm. That, that is unbelievably quick. And mm. it, you know, it's not just that it comes in one color. You've got a choice of three colors, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, three, maybe three or four colors, but it, have a look. And it's when felt... you go online, they have, you know, get in there quickly because they just sell out so super fast. Yes. They don't know what to do with the amount of business that they're getting. But it, even if it's not in stock, I think the turnaround time of getting it made and out to you is very, very... Do you know what it is? It's very no. swift. They're very swift. Uh, uh, I like what you did there. <laughs> I think that's what they did. And it's... Anyway, it's spelled S-W-Y-F-T. So if you're in for... Uh, you're after a new sofa or, or um, uh, some new furniture, go and have a little look. But I will post a little picture of, um, of the sofa because I went to Ikea and bought some cushions and stuff like that to accessorise because I'm a bit, uh, a bit fancy like that, you know. You're very good at it. Uh, yeah, so thanks ever so much, um, Swift. Uh, I'm super, super pleased about that. There was loads of other things I could have talked about. I've got a list that's on my arm, so I'm very excited to um, record but next our week, next, next week, so exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's great to be back, everybody. Uh, thanks so much. I miss so not much. being with you, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare, this, isn't it? I miss I wonder, it. But... I, wonder, I wonder when that might happen. We might get to get to get together. I don't know. Not for a while. Doesn't feel like that, does it? No, um, not until half term. When's that? February. Yes. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. That's a long time. Isn't no, it? let's not. Yeah, yeah. Intent. So, We're gonna um, have a great year. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely feel that. And um, also, we'll do a try and do a few lives for people yes. go on Instagram live and do. Do a you know few? what? I've got yeah. a lot of kitchen things. Oh. And a lot of food. Oh, great. So we could do, we could even do a bit of cooking and chopping and yeah. things like that. I've got, I've got a lot of kind of kitchen food stuffs and okay. um, I've got a really amazing vegetarian food company that is like, uh, because I am um, locked down with five teenagers. Yeah, you've got a lot of cooking to do, right? Um, so I've got Holly and her best friend, her best friend's a vegetarian and then Tilly and her best friend. And um, actually she's very easy in terms of food, but the vegetarians yeah. meant I've been thinking out of the box, but I have bought a couple of ready-made meals, but I'll tell you about those in a live. Okay. Um, can I also just, just, like we've been sponsored, thank Kutch for my sweatshirt, by the way. See? Yeah, I love that. But how did you get ultra cheese on there? Uh, well, they print it. 
they, the Kutch uh, basically will print whatever you, whatever statement you no. want on it. Yeah, yeah. Because they printed one yours. They put a work in progress yes, on yours. Yes, but I thought that that was specially for us. I didn't realise that it was like, they'll oh, yeah, do that for anyone. I think you can get it done. So they sent Podcaster to me, but it was too big a sweatshirt. So I gave that one to Sonny and they said, well, we'll do you one. What do you want on it? Now, the Ultra Cheese is an Arctic Monkey song, which I'd highly recommend, by the way. So go on to Spotify or Apple Music and have a listen to that. I have to write that down on my list. Yeah. Um, and I just love the name Ultra Cheese. It's like, I love cheese. I love being a bit cheesy. I don't mean dirty. I mean, you know, like, I like a cheesy joke. And we just get the, it. And just the word cheese. And by the way, if, you're, if you love music and you love Tim Minchin like us, he does a song called Cheese, which cheese, is yeah. utterly brilliant. Yeah, um, but, so good. But this is my colour, right? It's green. It's so your colour. It's amazing. Is it green or is it blue? I don't know what it is, like a turquoisey aqua, which is French for water. Aqua. I'll um, get you. It's, it's not French for water. It's an Alan Partridge joke there. So I think you Aqua. L'eau is French for water. Yeah. Yeah. And in a scene from Alan Partridge, he goes, do you know Sorry. what this bathroom says to me? He says, it says, oh God, which is French for water. And the guy goes, yes. And obviously everybody knows that it isn't. Anyway. Um, yeah, but I went yes, just because I was yeah. going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm half French and I know that it's not French for water. Know, but it is Italian for water. Is it? Yes. Oh, I'm going to use that from now on. Mm. I did read somewhere, I'll go in a minute, but I did read somewhere that Alan Partridge has been recommissioned to make This Time Season 2. Yeah, I know. I loved this time. Do you Alan. think I could be on it? Should I? How can I get in touch with him? I want to be in it. Uh, go to Baby Cow Productions on Instagram and send them a DM. Okay, I'm on it. They have me on as a guest on this time. Okay, amazing. I could be their fitness expert. Oh my God, that would be so good. Baby I could go cow. on and do, do a hair slot for them. Yeah. Um, just before we wrap up, I'm going to start doing a hair clinic on Monday every morning at 10 a.m. on Instagram at MD London. And it'll just be to answer anyone's questions about hair while we're in lockdown. So if you're coloring your hair, you want to cut your fringe, if you want to treat your hair to some treatments, some nice shampoos and conditioners and things like that, or you just need some general help and advice about your hair, um, instead of answering questions on DMs, I'm going to do a half hour hair clinic, 10 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, and then I might do one in the evening on Wednesday, and then Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday as well. So just to help people out with their uh, hair dilemmas and things like that. So you so are lovely. Well, you know, it's um, it keeps me busy, which is, you know, extremely important, isn't it, in in these shitty times. Testing times. Yeah, um, it's so nice to see you, and it's so nice to be back. Um, always do that to your hair, whatever it is you did to it. Just <laughs> always do that. Yeah, it's nothing. Just, <laughs> it's just brilliant. You don't need me anymore. You do your hair yourself, for God's sake. I always need you. Yeah, well, good. Thank God for that. Okay, lots of love to everybody. Okay. And um, see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.